0: Hello, I'm Kurt Whitesell, and want to welcome you to the coolest and most informative podcast in the Westfield, Indiana area, What's Up Westfield. What's Up Westfield is a local chat fest to dig deep into politics, development, who's doing what, and anything else we can fit into 45 minutes of fun online. If you have a topic or have an interest in being an amazing guest, please reach out to us and we'd love to hear your ideas. Today we are online for our fall edition. And my latest guest is the energetic and all-in local volunteer and community advocate. He not only grew up in Westfield, but he has watched his hometown go from a sleepy suburb to a vibrant destination for growth and redevelopment. Hopefully today we can learn a little bit more about him, his aspirations, and how we can all be a bit more involved in our communities. This should be a fun one, gang. Please welcome Mr. Vic The Rock McCarty to the podcast. Hey, Vic, uh, welcome to the What's Up, Westfield. I appreciate you being here today.
1: Thank you, sir. What's up, Kurt? (laughs) Uh,
0: No, just What's Up, Westfield. That's it. Yep. (laughs) That's funny. So you pointed this out um, where I'm at. I'd never uh, use these rooms. You probably spent a lot of time in this building, haven't you?
1: I did. Yeah. Over the last four years, uh, unfortunately it came to an end in, in January, but I, I was working at my alma mater, Westfield High School in the special ed department. I loved being with the kids. And uh-huh. of course I graduated in 2011, but it was a, a much different backdrop than or what it is.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's on like its 10th renovation. So yeah. now you finally get a new one completely. Mm-hmm. You're not on the library board, are you? I am not now. Okay. I don't think so. Um, well, thanks for being here. Um, you know, yep. I don't know if you're familiar with these, but kind of rundown. I've just learned a little bit more about you. I know you a little bit. We've probably we've sat in a lot of rooms, uh, you know, council meetings and things like that. Yep. Together, uh, but I yeah. don't know a lot. I don't know a lot about you. And um, you've announced recently that you're running for council district mm-hmm. to be determined. Yes, and, um, TBD.
1: They just approved the new lines last night, but I got to review that. that a little
0: bit. Yeah, you might look into that. You might be moving, but um, <laughs> yeah. it's uh, it's cool. All the stuff, you know, you're very involved, and so I think you're a, a good person to have on here. I don't know if, that, if it means anything to be on here, but uh, we have a lot of fun, and so yes. uh, thanks for doing it. So why don't, yeah. why don't you start by uh, just tell us about yourself. Tell us who Vic The Rock McCarty
1: is. Yeah, absolutely. First, I want to say, yeah, with your backdrop being in the the library, it's a long time coming for them getting the the new library. So really uh, excited to see what's going to be happening downtown with that in the next couple of years. But anyway, about myself, uh, born and raised in Westfield, lived here my entire life, all uh, 29 and a half years. (laughs) Um, Really how The Rock came to be was my lead up to high school. It wasn't the best time for me. I was raised by my grandmother predominantly, and she will always be a key figure in my life. Unfortunately, she passed away in the beginning of 2020. So that was a real hard time for me. But um, nonetheless, uh, going into high school, I was 250 pounds and I'd always been the kid that was bullied. Yeah. So it it was, again, a a very rough patch for me. I didn't know who I was and what I wanted to be, so on and so forth. Um, So uh, it was kind of a, a, weird coincidence, funny story, if you will. Um, I've always been a person of faith, but um, in 2008 or 2007, I should say, when I was a a freshman, my fall freshman year, um, I just decided to uh, look up pictures of Jesus for some reason. So I did, and I came across this one of him on the cross, and um, it it just really, it really touched me. It really moved me. Uh, It was at that point, I really, really dedicated myself to the Lord and um, about a year later, I'd lost hundred pounds and just through determination and, uh, and, and really <clears throat> motivating myself, uh, through him, you know, one of my favorite Bible verses, I can do all things through him gives you strength and Philippians yeah. 413, because 413 is also my birthday. <laughs> so it just pairs up like that. But, yeah. um, so anyway, the way the rock came to be, then I come back sophomore year. And again, I'm like, okay, I just lost my weight. Um, no longer being bullied as much as I was. Uh, But it it was at that point in time, uh, the school had gotten the mascot, Rocky. And I was like, huh, maybe that's something that I'd want to do. So long Uh story short, junior and senior years, I became mascot or the Rock is as people came to know. And Uh I've just left it on my my Facebook ever since, um, because (laughs) really, uh, it's a reminder that my, my passion for Westfield, but then also uh my passion for my faith you know because god is my rock and i want to just uh share that with people
0: it's unbelievable so you so i i guess i assumed i don't know i assumed other other stuff with the, that, a, that and i would never that,
1: again, i know <laughs> I yeah a lot deeper a, than a lot of people a lot of people think that I have the rock because, you know, of the wrestler, but uh-huh. no, that's there, a lot more meaning behind it. Well, good for you, man.
0: So, and I can't imagine because you seem like a really fit guy. Do you not eat anymore? Is that you just, I mean, or you <laughs> I am a little real? bit health
1: conscious, uh, uh-huh. but actually a funny story that I haven't eaten McDonald's since uh, 2007. So even oh, though right. I do love Chick-fil-A and some other uh-huh. fast food places, but I've really pinpointed McDonald's as, oh my gosh, they were responsible uh-huh. for uh-huh. yeah. everything, but. That's awesome. Um, That would be, for
0: a high school kid, that's a huge transformation, emotionally and physically, and I mean, were people blown away when you you showed up or whatever? Yeah, actually,
1: uh, first day of sophomore year, um, I always like to tell this story. She's no longer teaching at at Westfield, but uh, Mrs. Uh, Kelson, uh, she was my both freshman and sophomore English teacher, and she was going through roll call on first day for sophomore year, and she gets to me and she's like, Victor, where, where are you? I saw you come in. Everyone points to me. I raise my hand. She's like, wow, Victor, did you get a haircut? <laughs> so that, that's that was really what. Yeah, that, that, that was it. That, that's, that's really awesome. what laid my path for the last few years. Yeah. And again, I know I wasn't a nothing, but going from a nothing yeah. to a something, as you said, it's, it's a real uh, big mental scape to navigate mm-hmm. and finding your place in the world. Yeah. So when did you graduate? I graduated in 2011. Okay. And uh, Westfield, at that time, being mascot, being out in the community, and so forth, uh, became part of who I was. I mm-hmm. mean, even when I went off to college, people were like, "Victor, why are you so passionate about Westfield?" It's just <laughs> it's because of the transformation that I went through, and at that yeah. same time, Westfield became a city. So I just kind of compared it hand in hand, and been uh-huh. that way, ever since.
0: Now you're stuck with
1: it. I am stuck with it for yeah, it's better not or worse. Yeah,
0: it's not the worst <laughs> yeah. thing in the world, but. No, nope. you can't move ever. <laughs> I, I can't, no. <laughs> so, all right, so you graduated, and then what'd you do after high school graduation?
1: Yeah, so I went to Huntington University about 30 minutes south of Fort Wayne. Uh, I majored in what they call broadcast fusion media. Um, and it I would have rather have been a big fish in a small pond as, as opposed to a small fish in a big pond. That's why mm-hmm. I chose Huntington as opposed to Ball State, you know, where they, yeah. they are renowned for their broadcasting uh, program. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really had unique opportunities at Huntington to where um, I not just traveled the country with uh, broadcasting basketball games, but also, I traveled to Japan and studied abroad, so that was a real amazing experience for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a part in starting the Sports Network at Huntington and, again, broadcasting basketball and soccer and volleyball games, um, so that was just a real awesome opportunity for me, and uh, my, my whole goal was uh, one day I want to be a sports anchor. Well, when I came home from college after graduating, uh, my my first number one goal was taking care of my grandmother, and I couldn't uh, move to a smaller um you know in West Virginia or a smaller market wherever it was because uh I, I wanted to take care of her so that kind of okay. limited my options a little bit for good reasoning yeah. uh I was just working at American Eagle and and again another funny story that uh the uh, um one of the recruiters from the state house visited my LinkedIn profile page sent me a message saying hey would you like to come in for, for an interview and I ended up working at the state house in the 2016 legislative session. And that's really how I dip my toes into politics. Um, I, first, uh, I was involved in politics in 2012 when I was working for Mayor Ballard in Indianapolis. And that was a fun year with the Super Bowl and Indy 500 and all that yeah. stuff. Um, but yeah, when I was really getting into politics, I was campaign manager for local candidates like Donna Shibley. Um, and then that's also when I really started to. Uh, attend and understand what was going on in westfield attending city council meetings Uh, so so when was that when when was that
0: that that was 2012 something like that
1: well 2016 oh okay yeah yeah so i've been attending city council and planning commission meetings since uh 2016 and regularly uh since 2018 really okay
0: all right so you graduate you want to be a broadcaster you're mm-hmm. somehow in politics working with campaigns yeah. <laughs> um yep. and which is so typical right professionally oh, what, and then you went on you left that and what was your next work what did you do next for work
1: yes yeah, so in, in 2018 i was just kind of burned out from being in the, the political world and also had some personal things going on i just need to reset well um i reset by taking a uh kind of a, a bro retreat to Europe. And I Sweet. backpacked throughout Europe, the whole month of June. And uh, it was a nice resetting period. I came back closer to God than i would ever been. And uh-huh. uh, he really just helped me on my path. And, and then I started working at Westfield High School in, in the special ed department, I met my now wife, I adopted my now dog. And, you know, it was just one thing <laughs> after another that I just feel very blessed.
0: And so you were, uh, I know you're not there anymore. But you how long were you at the school, the high school? school yeah
1: from from 2018 till uh last winter break um okay. that that okay. was my, my last tenure at the high school the day before uh winter break 2022 20, no this is 2022 2021 okay <laughs> um and then yeah now i'm i'm in real estate yeah <laughs> so, so now what do you do what now what yeah. do you do uh and this came about uh, i think majority of my opportunities are coming about just because of, it's all about who you know know it's not necessarily what you know as well as you're willing to learn but who you Mm -hmm. know so my my real estate agent um, she got a message from my now boss saying hey we're looking for a marketing person at Berkshire Hathaway Um, she forwarded to me and I was like wow this this would be awesome awesome opportunity and so I've been working at Berkshire Hathaway ever since January
0: so what's your job there what do you do there
1: yeah I am a a realtor support with uh, being a marketing coordinator where I'm creating postcards, graphics, uh, creating things for the office. Just last week, uh, we had this huge presentation for uh, business planning in 2023. Um, so I, I had a heavy hand in that, and um, it's just been a, a great learning experience and honing my craft when it comes to creating graphics and whatnot.
0: So, did you know? I, I mean, did you know that kind of stuff before you took that job? Yeah.
1: Just just dabbling myself, uh, mm-hmm. I use Canva a lot, and Canva's made oh, okay, it super yeah. easy to to design things. So that, yeah. but then also going back to college where I would be editing, not just producing, uh, but editing and recording, and, and being the person in front of the camera for mm-hmm. all the productions that we had. Um, so I, I have that background with it. It's just that I hadn't been able to use it till now.
0: Yeah, well then you'll appreciate once you see the final product of this that the long post-production period oh
1: absolutely yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um,
0: well that that's got to be cool working at Berkshire Hathaway big company a lot of cool things going on a busy couple of years so probably fun fun job isn't it yeah
1: and part of me being there that I thought has been a nice eye-opening experience that uh, being on the planning commission, and I hear certain terms thrown out from my board and so on and so forth. And yeah. Like, Oh, hey, I hear these things that work all the time. Yeah. You know what they're talking <laughs> so about like nice now. Synergy. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: So um, you touched on a little. You had your grandmother who passed away. Um, yeah. Who's your family? Who's your family? You're married. Uh, you got a yeah. dog. Tell us about your family.
1: Yeah, so my wife is Chelsea McCarty and she actually works for Westfield Welcome. I'm super proud of everything that she's able to do and following her passion on event management and graphic design as well. So she, she's awesome in everything that she's she's,
0: doing. she's in charge of the goofy videos too, I think. I'm convinced she, she she's is, the lead yeah, actor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I may be pushing her in that direction a little bit. You you know? good. Building her yep. confidence, you know. Yep, good for uh, you. And then our dog is uh, Bucky. He's a, okay. a, a Puggle, a Beagle Pug and a little bit of Shiba mix adopted Uh him from the humane society um and then uh, my mom and dad they're around they live in hortonville uh and jr so um yeah that's it's always been a a small knit family
0: yeah so you just said hortonville are you would you say you're from hortonville
1: no uh they just live there there now i've actually lived basically my entire life on 186th street Uh, but i know you're on the east side of westfield 186. i'm on the west side yeah. Uh, so that's where my grandmother's house, my grandmother and grandfather built their house in the uh, early 70s and lived okay. there ever since. And then my family as a whole has has been here for about 100 years or cool. whatever. So and my wife and I, we built our home in Water's Edge and I can actually see my grandmother's house on our back uh-huh. porch. So, uh-huh. yeah. And then just uh, across the woods, uh, my mom and dad used to live in the trailer park there. So, yeah, okay, I've, cool. I've only ever lived in like this triangle. Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> a little small area. So you're. Uh... Your, do you remember your growing up like your grandparents or whoever or your parents, your family uh, complaining about or talking about what it used to be and how it's changing and stuff like that? Oh,
1: absolutely. I still hear uh, it from my mom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she, she's always got my ear of you know, we uh-huh. we gotta keep it like this. And, yeah, you know, I, I have that unique mindset where again being here my whole life, where yes, I, I love what Westfield has been, but Being part of the now generation I want to see Westfield move forward and there's Mm -hmm. a lot of opportunity that as long as we seize it take advantage of it we can really do some awesome things
0: you know I don't have that perception on anything I don't have a roots anywhere Um, and so I don't have I don't have this tie to a community I mean the longest I've ever lived anywhere is here and I so I don't there's no you know I don't grandma's property I don't have that in my head you know what I mean yeah and so it's been interesting because I didn't grow up knowing that either it's been yeah. interesting the last 15 years uh, and more so in the last probably five or ten because the conversation of change is going on it's been it to me it's fascinating yeah. that that reality that you know you you do have a history and a lot of my friends now have a history that I yeah. I don't relate to but it's there so uh, yeah, and, and I've always
1: been told that I have an old soul, and do, okay. that's due in part because of my grandmother. Yeah, um, yeah the, the the closest grocery store that we had when when I was a kid back in the '90s was the the Kroger down on Union, not Union, sorry, Range Line in Carmel. Um, oh, so okay. we had that Kroger, and then Marsh, but we were more Kroger uh, people than Marsh people. Oh, um, yeah. And then things just started building up. You know that the Meyer in Carmel was built, so on and so forth. That it, uh, it slowly creeped out here over the past 20 plus years and we're yeah. kind of now where carmel was at 20 years ago yep. um but yeah i remember when roads were were gravel and there's now this still the same width but there's pain uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so yeah some of them <laughs> yeah so so you're a politician now Victor. i am for um, better or worse
0: <laughs> how did you and i mean i've read i know how you know this but tell us quick uh, not quick just tell us how you got first assigned, or how you got into a political or any type of board or stuff like that? How you kind of got yeah. tied in?
1: Yeah, and I appreciate all the the questions that I receive from people of, hey, Victor, how do I get involved? You know, because uh-huh. now I'm at that point where I can help people start to get involved. But yeah. um, I was just very fortunate um, for Mayor Cook; uh, he saw that I was attending uh, meetings and being one of the youngest people in the room usually Mm -hmm. uh, he was like oh we need more young people involved so (laughs) I'll always be very thankful for him giving me the opportunity to be on planning commission and and board of zoning and and that's really helped me learn and grow over the past few years to to find my own voice you know even though he appointed me I have my own thoughts and opinions Mm
0: -hmm. you know I got a call I still remember it uh do you know Mick Mead at all I do yeah so Mick Mead um called me one day and said hey Kurt we're trying to, we're starting a, uh, rotary. Oh, nope. <laughs> yeah. And we need some young people for it. And I didn't know that he was being serious. Like they need some young people for it. And yeah. when it started, I mean, like John Kerr was probably like the next youngest to me. And yeah, probably, know, 15 years older than me, but, um, so I used to laugh. It was such an old group and they were awesome. They were a lot of fun, but, yeah. um, we need young people to get involved in stuff. And so. Uh, we need to keep recruiting you're you you made a good point that now you can help people i i'm probably not real good about it but starting to recruit people younger than us now um yeah and cause, cause you know you we, do that
1: yeah we have to just take advantage of what we have now mm-hmm. because if people always ask me victor why are you running now well it's because the longer you wait and wait and wait uh the longer t- time of getting things done, it will take, and yeah. I, I don't have that mindset. That was kind of something my grandmother and I would have many a conversations about. She was more of the person that wanted to wait to do this or buy that, uh-huh. and so on and so forth. And I'm like, no, the, the prices are just going to go up, or yeah. you know, whatever it was. You know, let, let's get it done. Yeah, um, keep moving. So yeah, I, I just want to see things done.
0: All right. So, what did the mayor appoint you to, or what? What? What did your first step and when the mayor grabbed yeah. you and said? Young man.
1: So first, uh, it was planning commission. And, okay. and then I think it was just after one meeting, or I didn't have a meeting yet. Uh, a position opened up for the board of zoning. And um, he asked me about that. And I was like, Oh, I don't know. Because I didn't know much about PZA at that time. Because mm-hmm. I was, again, just attending planning commission and city council meetings. Um, okay. But here we are, just over two years later. And um, I actually like BZA almost a little bit more than Planning Commission because of the amount of interaction that I have with people. Granted, a lot of those are pools, approving variances and and so forth, but um, there's been some bigger projects. Like I'm I'm very proud to have been part of the SEP headquarters. Uh, That that was awesome to come across BZA with that. Um, Now, I'm I'm not saying I don't like Planning Commission because I I thoroughly enjoy that as well, Um, Mm -hmm. but on the post that uh, the, the updates I have for plan commission and city council meetings you know, in our consent agenda for APC, uh, sometimes it'll be fast food and CVS, yeah. uh, uh, whatever. A golfing, whatever it is. And yeah. uh, people will be like, oh, we don't need another this. We don't need another that. And it's like, hey, it, it's not us. Okay. We <laughs> legally have to approve this it's on our consent gen. it's approved use in the pud so um that's around that time when i was appointed i I started my page my victor and westfield page before um i was appointed to planning commission and bza but uh, it just worked out perfectly um and and ever since i've I've just wanted to share information because i Mm -hmm. feel like especially in 2020 when everyone was locked down uh that's what people were craving: was just to be in the know, have that human interaction, making positive relationships.
0: And you know, that was um, to add on to that. Um, there was I was always really frustrated in the past the lack of information that came out of council meetings or lack of dialogue. And I don't yeah. think you, I guess you do a little bit of an opinion. We know where you stand on stuff, but um, a lot of it's just we want the information needs to be clean. Yeah, and you know the fact that to this day your map of what's going on west of 31 on 32 is the only <laughs> real tool out there and you probably did it real quick um yeah i love that's what we need though is and maybe that's not the city's responsibility that but the fact that you know you've been a good resource for that and thank you um, yeah. and so i always you know uh chuck layman wasn't going to do that you know you know those <laughs> the previous council those guys were not going to do that stuff and so i think it's important you've done that um and and I, it makes me laugh when that thing gets shared around in the map and oh, they ask I the know. same I, questions.
1: I learned my lesson uh, the first time I posted a map my wife she yeah. said you should really watermark that and I'm like no <laughs> I don't care about myself I just want to get information out there. Well yeah. then that ended up being shared over 100 times and, and yeah. people still to this day if someone asks a question on the chatter they post that and I'm like oh yeah. gosh I should have watermarked the, it. So or the ones tag you
0: it. Yep. They'll tag they, you a they lot will you. It's, it's gotten good.
1: to the point where someone has a question and someone will see mm-hmm. it and tag me and be like hey victor do you know this answer i'm like oh my gosh well, that's good i'm just like, waiting for punishment
0: thank you for doing that i mean quite honestly you know one of the big problems with government and politics is um they sit on a podium and make a decision and there's no dialogue yeah. and yeah. they think that, and and i don't think there should be constant argument and debating and questioning but um Mm -hmm. why can't a counselor talk talk to their audience and or you know why can't a politician speak to the people i mean from every level the mayor doesn't do it the council doesn't do it apc doesn't do it so for you to do that is i think it's pretty cool
1: yeah and and really i don't put value in a title or a position i put Mm -hmm. value in just drive determination and passion and purpose Mm -hmm. Uh, i firmly believe that westfield is not just my passion but my purpose is to serve others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my focus has never been about me. It's just always been trying to serve others and help people. And, and mm-hmm. I think that's really resonated with with folks and yeah. in the comments that I get to this day. And I'm, I'm very appreciative of it. Again, mm-hmm. being a kid that grew up in the middle of nowhere, not having many friends and to uh, not to bring her up again, but in losing my grandmother, uh, mm-hmm. really before my page started to take off, Um, My purpose shifted from taking care of her to trying to help be a good steward of Westfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, And and I don't care if you're mayor, city councilor, planning commission, whatever it is, you know, just share information because that's what people want. People want to be in the know.
0: Um, Okay. So for those that don't know the difference, what is APC and BZA?
1: Yeah. So APC is Advisory Planning Commission. Um, I kind of compare it to where you have the mayor, city council, planning commission. Um, uh, Projects So, say a PUD is, uh, we'll use Meyer just because it's the first one that came to mind. Meyer was first introduced to city council. Then it goes to planning commission to see changes that need to be done to to fit the area, fit the PUD, the the overlay, whatever it is. Um, And then, we give it either a favorable recommendation or a negative recommendation. It goes back to council for a final vote. Uh, sometimes council, I haven't been a part of this yet, but council can send it back to planning commission if it needs more work to be done. But usually that's the steps of council, planning commission, council, it's approved. Um, and then at some point in time, like again, if it's a massive planned unit development PUD, um, if there are individual parcels in there being developed, uh, we'll see something from that PUD in our consent agenda, which is then where you get the fast food or other restaurants, uh, mm-hmm. tire stores, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you want headquarters, You know, some big things to help the tax base, mm-hmm. um, but those will be on our consent agenda just to uh, confirm that said building fits the design or fits the overlay, right. whatever it is. Okay. And then board of zoning, Uh, BZA, it's a quasi-juriditional board where we are literally judge-jury-executioner, and we cannot know anything about a development before it's presented to us at said meeting um, because we can't be swayed one way or another. So Mm -hmm. I I think that's also why I appreciate the BZA so much because I have everything thrown at me right then and there, and that's where I thrive. I thrive in the fire. So I like to have all that information and just go shoot by the hip, the hip.
0: Yeah. Um. APC. So you guys have gotten a lot of grief lately on the APC. Um, yes. Because it's an awful process, and I don't think. It's, oh my gosh. I don't think it's easy anywhere because no. you're trying to make five or seven or whatever people happy, right? Yeah. Um. But I think it's. Exponentially more difficult in Westfield.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: what are ways, like recently you've kind of spoken up on it too. I know that. I know uh, yeah. respectfully you do that, but what are some <laughs> ways that an APC, uh, because we're now at zero new development projects, and yeah. I don't think it's 100% because of that. You're not all to blame for that, right? Yeah. Um, but it's got something, to, I think it's got something to do with it. Oh, and
1: absolutely. Because so, it's what people see.
0: Yeah. What are some things that, the APC itself is trying to do or is doing or isn't doing, but ways that it can improve that process or in your opinion.
1: Yeah. So I'll start off with the positive that one thing that we've just started to do is implement a workshop meeting. Uh, So hopefully with this, where our first meeting of the month is one that's our business meeting where we get things done. And then the workshop meeting is where petitioners can come in and that's where we really work on things as the name implies uh, make mm-hmm. sure we nail down all, everything at that meeting. So that way they can come back the next one for uh, a recommendation, approval, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, now the, the negative side of that, I think that's awesome that we've done that. But the uh-huh. negative side is you were talking about, we have this uh, just outside of our bubble, people ask all the time of what's going on in Westfield? Why are things taking so long? And it doesn't help when... We have projects come back three, four, five times. You know that's not just a waste of the petitioner's time, but it's also a waste of money too because they're they're paying legal fees to have someone represent them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's something that I've been very frustrated with on certain mm-hmm. certain projects, um, and it, it's always because a new issue is brought up you know, if you have issues, I want everything out at that very first meeting. Let's take care of it. And then if the petitioner comes back and still hasn't addressed it, well, then it's your right to, to right. vote no yeah. or, or whatever it yeah. may be. Um, but I don't think that we should continuously try to, to hang people up, so to speak, just because mm-hmm. one person has fault with landscaping or whatever it is. You yeah. know, um, Again, I, I want to move forward. I want to get stuff done. And yeah. I think that's attributed to having a goose egg. Zero things in pipeline right now.
0: Yeah. Do you think so? One of the on a recent uh, project, the paint color, the color of the building came up, and yeah. I, I I know your opinion on it. But yeah, how do how do we get to where that's not an issue in the future? That doesn't take up thirty minutes of a meeting and a send back, because it just well, seems like it's overreach. Is it not
1: overreach? It is overreach. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that is not our role whether as a planning commission member or even a city councilor, to micromanage a project Um, Uh they are supposed to bring something they as the petitioner is supposed to bring something forward and if it fits said overlay designs fantastic you know it's an easier Uh process that way if it doesn't then of course we have to evaluate if it suits westfield but at the same time um one of my fellow commission members said at a previous meeting that it's it's not our job to design it for you but yet we are you know it's so that's not our responsibility that's yeah. not in our purview you know whether it be paint colors or business plans that, that's not what we're supposed to be doing we're, we're supposed yeah. to be you know kind of extending an olive branch a little bit and saying hey welcome to Westfield you know um, we don't like this I think we can do better here but we shouldn't be designing projects
0: yeah so this is a, uh, you probably don't know this, but there's a light community game, drinking game that goes along oh, yeah. with APC meetings. And uh-huh. it's, um, one of the reasons to drink is when someone says, that's not really what I imagined there. Another one <laughs> is when they are planning to vote and they say they have to come back again um, yeah. another time. That is a reason to drink. And the, the other one is paint color. So yeah. when APC tells someone they don't like the color of the building or something or a, something uh, like that, you drink. So yeah. um, there's been some long nights. There, uh, there has. That, so.
1: Yeah. And, and that's not something coming into it that I thought was really going to be a thing because okay. it hadn't been a thing in the past. But um, there's some nights where I don't get home until after 11 o'clock, you know, 11 p.m. And it's just like, wow, where the time, though? Why did we spend that much time on a single item? <laughs> And we're going in circles being uh-huh. a dead horse. Like, let's move on. You know, yeah. we don't have to keep rehashing things.
0: And it's things you spend a lot of time, you exhaust things that should have probably never be brought up. Yeah. Um, and so, so while you're up there, we're at home drinking on our couch. hoping hope no one yeah. says that stuff again. No, we, we
1: stop. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, okay. thankfully for my sake, I don't actually drink. You know, I love a good root beer, but <laughs> oh, alcohol, <yeah>. no. <laughs> good,
0: good for you. Well, you wouldn't do any good at the game, so...
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: all right, so APC is fun. BZA is fun. You see a lot of cool stuff. It's it's how a city is developed, and you yeah. get to touch a lot of projects and have an input. Um, what uh, you uh, recently have announced you're running for council. Yes. Which is the next step. in one of your... One of your, and I relate kind of to this, one of the comments you had when you were announcing it is that you're always the youngest and you've been told to wait your turn or, you know, and I'm yeah. paraphrasing it, but um, I've, you've taken some, I've witnessed you taking some pretty good jabs and you, you don't act, you know, you're, yes, you're the youngest. Yeah. But I, I think um, when you announced to run for council, I hope that doesn't, make you think you're an underdog on it or people to think Mm -hmm. you're an underdog, because quite frankly, there's some people that should say I'm too old to be doing this. You know what I mean? Or, or I'm past my time. So I think if anything, I think you have a leg up. So what, why did, what got you to run now and um, how do you think you can be impactful as a counselor?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate what you just said as well. I resonate Mm -hmm. with that. Um, So that's the question. Why now? Um, mm-hmm. and, and it really, it's yeah, <laughs> and, and really, it's because again, I have such a passion for serving Westfield. And, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I'd be lying if I said that I hadn't been thinking about this all the time, you know, uh-huh. uh, ever since that transformation that I mentioned back in 2007, 2008, um, and trying to find my purpose in the world was mm-hmm. a, again, what do I want to do? And that, that little bulb in my head, that little thought, it was like, oh, maybe one day. I can be at the next level of, of city service, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's one day being a city councilor, or far in the future being mayor, you know, whatever it is, see a need, feel a need when the time is right, I'll know and I'll do it. And I think just because of um, trying to be careful here, a lot of the negative rhetoric that has happened the past couple of years, um, it, it's, it's hurt. It, it's hurt a lot of people. <laughs> and that is something uh, I'm an empath, and my wife's also an empath. And I guess it's kind of rubbed off on me now, where when I see people hurting, um, it just doesn't sit well with me. You know, I feel like I have to do something. Um, and again, it, it's not about me. You know, it's not about me. It's not about my wife. You know, Westfield is bigger than all of us. Uh-huh. Um, it's about, the, the people who are working for the city. It's about our citizens. It's about the businesses. It, it's mm-hmm. about just everyone in general that's here in Westfield. And to to have individuals be more self-service as opposed to public service, it, it doesn't sit well with me. So that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I'm running now. And I've come, uh, come up with this uh, slogan, so to speak, of hashtag we rise. And mm-hmm. I, I'm big on acronyms. Uh, mm-hmm. Rise to me stands for Uh, relationships, infrastructure, safety, and engagement. And I think all four of those are are huge for a a living, breathing, thriving community. You gotta have positive relationships. You gotta have viable roads and bridges and tunnels, whatever it is to to have good infrastructure. Um, Mm -hmm. Public safety, Westfield has been consistently ranked one of the the safest cities to to live in Indiana. We gotta keep that going. We gotta make sure Mm -hmm. our, our fire is funded, our police are funded. New uh, headquarters coming up for both, and then engagement. I might be a little biased with this one, but I've been uh, volunteering for Westfield Welcome since before I met my wife. But uh, in, in 20, well, we know you have
0: to do it. It's okay. Uh, I know you're, you're I, required. I'm, I'm gone
1: told now. So, <laughs> um, but see, being at events, pretty much every single event I'm at now. Uh, so seeing uh, people from my, my background, where you know, growing up in a trailer park um to the broad spectrum people in a trail park all the way up to lives in uh chatham hills or mm-hmm. bridgewater whatever it is so being able to unite people bring people together at events mm-hmm. whether it's a upcoming we have a trick-or-treating in the plaza or movies in the plaza uh rocks the fourth you know so on and so forth mm-hmm. um we want to have a, a community where you not just want to work or you mm-hmm. want to live but you also want to play too you want to be engaged yeah. Because um, what is a community without people supporting one another? Mm-hmm. So what do
0: you think, what, why do you think you would be a good counselor? Well, yeah. specifically, what are some things in your toolbox or in your head or that you're observing that you would specifically like to change that make a good counselor or could make a difference?
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think it's due in part to a little bit what I've been doing on my page the past couple of years. Um that's where my expertise is is relationships, you know, the mm-hmm. marketing side mm-hmm. of things. Um, and I don't think we necessarily have kind of much of that right now. Where yeah. someone who has all right, expertise... so let's go back to
0: that. That yeah. on every level, right? We yeah. don't have good really at every level. Do you feel like who do you think has the relationship right now? No one? Outsiders? Uh, you know, I'm sorry. It, where, can... Who has a relationship with the community right now in your head? Oh, does okay. anybody does I mean who's driving that? car right
1: now yeah no that that is a very valid question um because i'm gonna be a little tough right now i don't think anyone's driving the ship yeah. right now yeah um so w- one thing that you know we like to uh, narc on Carmel of oh my gosh one guy has been in power for however long but they have been able to do some of, Awesome, amazing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up to, uh, I grew up going to church in Carmel, so I saw all that development as I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And um, when I went around my first roundabout, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is dumb," you know, whatever oh. like that. <laughs> yeah, but I've become a believer, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and honestly, uh, when I was in Europe, um, you know, I went to France and England and Spain. They all had roundabouts, so mm-hmm. it, it's just fascinating to see how other parts of the world. Uh, handle transportation what works and, and bring it back here and that's what mm-hmm. carmel's been able to do it's you know
0: you take so you the, the a, and
1: positives together
0: as a counselor do you think um that is the job of a counselor to be have a good relationship with the community do you think 100
1: yeah what was the next part you're about to say sorry
0: um, that was it so um, oh okay. so <laughs> yeah dang it you killed the temp i killed the uh, tempo I know, i'm I sorry I
1: um <laughs> Go back and yeah. I'll finish my my thought real quick of why I okay. think I'm I'm best for the role. Uh-huh. Um, it's not just my ability to build positive relationships, but again, it's yeah. the unique position that I'm in of living here my whole life, seeing where we've been, but yet having the mindset to want to move forward and seeing mm-hmm. what can be best for Westfield and just mm-hmm. not be stuck in our ways. Like, like, let's embrace new things.
0: I mean, that's hard. I think it's hard. I mean, it's, you know, I... I try to be sensitive to, uh, the grandmas of the town, you know, that have, yeah. you know what I mean? And I, I get it. I, all right. I get when they, when you talk to them, they're, they're pretty passionate Like Judy shock. Yes. I did a podcast with her once. And, uh-huh. you know, after I met with her, she's not a bad person. She may yeah. have, she may have outsmarted the city um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, whooped our tail when it comes to running a road through town, but, um, mm-hmm. it's not a bad person. she, she's you know a nice lady so she's got to read she you know she's allowed to have an opinion but what a, what is hard is, to me is um i don't know if the council has not done a good job of uh giving both all sides a fair shot you know that it's yeah. very polarized you know some people are saying stop development and other people mm-hmm. are it's an open you know tear through yeah. it so
1: yeah. do you, you really think there's something in the middle there
0: yeah, do you think this the city as a councillor now, the next council? Do you think they will have an impact on um, the community and what's next? What's to grow from it? How do you yeah, feel like yeah. the next council is going to going to be?
1: Well, it's uh, a weird question. Prior to the next council, yeah. but more so just next year in general, the next election cycle. Um, I think Westfield has kind of hit a fork in the road if we have two ways that we can go. We can either mm-hmm. continue down the path we are right now where there's a lot of infighting and mm-hmm. um, just really doing things for the wrong reasons and mm-hmm. not moving forward. Or we can move forward. We can get past things. The past of the past. Let's work together. Iron sharpens iron. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. So we, we got that fork in the road and decision to make. So I think the next council is going to be extremely pivotal to where Westfield is mm-hmm. going to go uh because again i compare to where we are right now is about to where Carmel was 20 years ago Mm -hmm. um so we got a lot of catching up to do i'm not saying that we have to be Carmel. i don't want to be Carmel. i want us to be westfield let's forge our own path but let's see what's worked in at our neighbors across the county as well as other regional areas find what works bring it home and and put westfield at the the front
0: so um the, a previous When I first started hanging out, the previous council was like the Jim Aikes and those guys. Yes, and everybody, yeah. everybody had good things. Everybody had bad things. But a lot of the stuff we see today is from their vision or their work. So like Grand mm-hmm. Junction Plaza, uh, those yeah. guys, that council uh, spent a lot of time with the Grand Junction Task Group on that. And Grand yeah. Park, um, they spent a lot of time with it. Um, I don't feel like anyone has a vision for the next step yeah and I don't feel like for instance Grand Park I think Grand Park was a wonderful idea I think it's neat um, I don't think past soccer fields it has any vision or um, yeah. um, it's or working and I yeah. we can fluff it and say yeah it brings a lot of people here it's great for economic development yeah. every time we do a ribbon cutting we ask them to talk about Grand Park yeah. um, but in reality I think that's one of those things that just didn't go any further so who is supposed to be working on that next vision? Is the is it the council? Is it a mayor? Is it yeah? Um, should we be already working on something now? I know that Jim Brainerd had a vision. I know Fadness has a vision.
1: Yeah,
0: I know the council, Noble Council has a vision.
1: Uh yeah. what do you where do you see that next? I see that there's no vision right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's what I From see anyway. Yeah, because I think mm-hmm. that. Certain individuals are just wrapped up in certain things, and um, and, and again, I want to say I'm, I'm very appreciative to to Mayor Cook for giving me opportunities that I've had, um, but he's been under attack a lot recently, and he's he's been trying to do what he can. Um, at the same time, though, I think he might just be kind of over it you know yeah. you know why you know if he doesn't run again we don't know if he is or not yet but yeah. um with the attacks that he's had to face you know why should he be doing certain things you know he, he yeah. does what he can but at the same time you're, you're gonna hear the naysayers no matter what so it's like well shoot um i wanted to go back to what you mentioned with uh, jim ache and steve hoover and chuck layman etc the previous council where mm-hmm. you're 100 right um we are just now feeling the effects of things that were approved five to 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And people don't understand that we're, we're still seeing things built right now because they were approved so long ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that's where, what's going to hurt us right now is we're not necessarily approving those things. That's going to impact us five, 10 years down the road. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're not being proactive in certain things like infrastructure, so on and so forth. Um, and, And that's what certain people don't realize is that, We have to be making decisions and actions today, because things take forever to get done. If we Uh don't do it today, then it just continues to prolong the process Mm -hmm. Um, going to uh, Grand Park, though, with that thought. um, Yeah, I think Grand Park's been extremely underutilized. Uh, I love what it's done for our community, putting us on the map and and growing up, living my entire life just down the road from it. The first time I came home from college, where um, I was in traffic from 186 to um, on Spring Mill to 32 for like 30 minutes, I was like, What is this? Oh my gosh, talk about (laughs) a shock coming home. Um, but since then, not not much has changed, we haven't really added anything, you know. I, I have a vision of. Hey, I, I love to my wife and I love to go to Disney. We we love to travel around the country. And wherever we go, there seems to be a huge draw of for visitors. And then right across the street, or at least in the proximity, people can go eat, they can go shop, they can stay at a hotel, you know, mm-hmm. entertainment, whatever is that that's a big thing. Entertainment I hear all the mm-hmm. time from people of there's nothing to do in Westfield. Well, if you yeah. think there's nothing to do in Westfield right now, there was extremely nothing to do. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> Two just years ago, I, yeah. Ten plus years ago, yeah. Um, I'm really happy we have birdies, love going there. Yeah. Um, but th- those folks are 100% right that what we need more opportunity for not just our visitors, but for our residents as well. You know, there, There's a lot of land around Grand Park. Let's utilize it. We'll, we'll see what happens with whether or not we're going to sell, not sell, what the right thing to do is on that. Um, I don't necessarily have an opinion either way on that, just because I don't have all the facts in front of me. Um, But you are right that there's more that can be done in terms of whose responsibility is. um, I think it'll really fall on the shoulders of the next mayor, because there will be a lot of PR that has to be done of going out to meet businesses and say hey no we want you here but then it's also up to the council it goes hand in hand up to the counselors to also be out there making those positive relationships it's not just a one-man job it's everyone everyone has to be working together and and quite honestly we haven't been seeing that over the past few years people haven't been working together it's more again of that infighting.
0: Um, I hope that answers so, the questions. <laughs> yeah, it answered lots of questions. Um, yeah. Don't worry, I don't think I asked a real question last time. So um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. So council's next. Um, do you, in your head, are you guy that wants to be mayor someday, or county commissioner, or keep going, or do you not know yet? Or um...
1: Um, because of kind of being involved at all levels, uh, from the state house to local level. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I can't say all levels, and I haven't been involved in presidential campaigns, but yeah. um, nonetheless, being involved at those levels, I, I've really learned that you got to follow your heart. And where my heart is, is in mm-hmm. Westfield. So uh, I don't really have any future ambitions to be a state representative or a uh, congressman, whatever it is like that. Mm-hmm. I want to stay in Westfield. So, you know, if I can be city councilor fantastic however long that is and then mm-hmm. if the next opportunity opens up to where 20 30 years down the road that um, well hopefully not 30 years down the road because i'm 29 now. Long time. <laughs> yeah because uh, well, like you you were saying um there comes a certain point when you reach an, an age where it's like okay we got to let these next people mm-hmm. take over and I, I know one day i'll reach that i'm not there right now obviously i'm just getting my, my footing getting my start um, yeah. But so maybe in the next 15, 20 years, I would consider running for mayor, but definitely not right now. We got uh, at least right now, two great candidates that have announced for next year. So I'm just excited for next year in general.
0: Yeah, it'll be pretty wild, I think, when it comes up. Um, yeah. All right. So kind of I kind of jumped around there. I missed a line of my questions. So oh, yeah. when we talk about like uh, Grand Park and Grand, Grand Junction Plaza, uh, what yeah. do you think? What, and you kind of talked about how the council needs to be out relationships. The mayor needs to be out selling um yeah. where do you think we still are missing opportunities or could improve on our economic development um yeah. because a city ha- and i know there's conversation about but i'm in sales you always have to keep growing to a degree yes yes um and we're probably seeing that like you spoke spoke on that infrastructure is going to have to get caught up and we're mm-hmm. we're not seeing the revenue increase. It's where where can we even with a fighting mayor and council or a, no vision or a Ah, stop. Where can counselors have an impact on economic development still?
1: Yeah, well, I think it first starts with putting egos aside yeah. and again, stopping the infighting. Um, and uh, to Mayor Cook's credit, you know he has been able to bring in the Abbots, the bastions, you know some of these big corporations to bring their headquarters here. That has been awesome. you know, but again, it's a two-way street. It's not just the mayor that has to be out there. It's the city council as well. So, Um, In terms of economic development, it's great that we've been able to attract those companies I mentioned and Mm -hmm. others so far, but there's still more work to be done. And you mentioned Grand Junction Plaza. Um, I've been fortunate to be part of the Old Town development uh, that's going to be right across from there. That is going to be huge, amazing for our downtown. Mm -hmm. That's going to be really our building blocks to be able to build from there and and however we want our downtown to be, because as much as certain people might say, I'm sorry, we don't have a downtown right now. Um, mm-hmm. I go to small towns across the state and yeah. just even the cities in our county, they uh-huh. all have downtowns. Yeah. Uh, Sheridan has a downtown. Cicero uh-huh. has a downtown. Uh-huh. We don't have that historic quote unquote infrastructure that others yeah. do. You know, We really need to build upon that work. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying we need to copy what Carmel and Fishers has done. Absolutely not. But we need to build something to make a destination for our downtown Mm -hmm. um and again that um i hate to sound like a broken record but that starts with um if the mayor is going out and selling our city and bringing Mm -hmm. someone in for economic development well then that goes to city council and they have to approve whether or not said corporation moves here with their headquarters or their business or whatever it is and and same thing with planning commission as well they have a, a smaller part they're approving more of the aesthetics and the use um, mm-hmm. but if if the mayor's bringing someone in then council has to, to close the deal they got to be the closer so mm-hmm. if the mayor's opening it up council's got to be the closer
0: yeah And I'm kind of you know I'm I'm boohoo sometimes, but I think a lot of it's just (laughs) that's what drives that's what drives my hustle is I don't think things are enough, and so um, I still think in the greatest ten years economically we've had that you just named two or three companies that have been brought here. I we have to be able to do better than that you'd think, and and I know we've competed for a few, and you can't control them all, but yeah, uh, my hope is that um, even with everybody not disagreeing there's a way to everyone to see that we have to go out and get those users and especially now that you've made it you you vic no especially (laughs) now that the city's um got a reputation kind of in the development community that they don't want to come here and try to do spec they're not going to go shop us around when they can go to fisher's noble anywhere else and it's a done deal so i think uh, hopefully, that is the style of leadership we get in the next round here, in the next couple of rounds. It's, it's gonna take a while.
1: Yeah, um, and, and I do want to go back to Grand Park real quick because we were talking about economic development. Um, I do think that Grand Park has been doing what it was meant for, which tried to be that economic development for the city. Uh, you know, Carmel—they're known for arts, many other things, but arts and design. Uh, Fishers, they've become kind of that, that tech capital. Uh Noblesville's more on that historic side. but I know that Mayor Jensen, they just uh, push forward their, uh, wh- what is it, the tech mile or the, the tech hub, whatever they're going to have to. So they're, they're moving things over there as well. Uh, but Westfield, our industry is kind of really that hospitality, tourism, youth sports. So how do we capitalize on mm-hmm. that? And it's, again, just being able to best uh, take advantage of opportunities that are around Grand Park, whether it be through hotels or events, um, u- utilizing it as a venue. Uh, you know, I see Grand Park kind of like our Lucas Oil to a degree, mm-hmm. where uh, we have a venue that can hold events and be a big draw, but then we have to build around that, whether it mm-hmm. be bringing in those corporations or entertainment, restaurants, so on and so forth. So we, we got that little nugget, now we got to build around it.
0: So and that's one of the this is a a, a good topic here so um, Fisher's the tech hub tech stuff yeah. they went out and they created a world around it they're like we're gonna be the best we're gonna go yep. get tech you know the the launch thing they leveraged that they were yep. really really smart you know they went and chase that Carmel they want to be art and arts and so they create an arts and design center right yeah uh, we have Grand Park, and we want to be the youth sports capital, right? And someone at one point said, if you build it, they will come, which is humiliating to me. But um, why aren't we, if we want to be the youth sports capital or something like that, why yeah. aren't we making it the youth sports capital? Why do we not have a badass hockey arena? I go to every other community, they got a sweet hockey arena. Why do we yeah. not have, you know what I mean? And
1: Oh, like, no, yeah.
0: Why does why does you, you know, why are our, our, our club basketball programs, they have to beg for space and our W Y S I they're always on the chopping block, you know, and I, you know, there's just, why are we not more of, why aren't we grooming that better if that's what we are? And then from the hospitality side, why are we not this machine that creates hospitality workers and innovation in the hospitality world? Um, is that something that would just takes time or do we not we're not thinking that far out
1: that's kind of been a frustration well real quick you mentioned hockey uh when fisher's announced being the new home of the fuel you know that that one kind of stung that burned didn't it yeah, yeah, <laughs> again we, we have all this land out here all this space like oh my gosh that would have been so awesome yeah. to have and that. they own ground so they do yeah oh my <laughs> gosh but i think that just goes back on to the negative rhetoric right now so yeah. you got to make sure that always presenting yourself positively and you never know who's mm-hmm. listening so that's yeah. just my two cents with that but um in terms of uh continuing to develop our hospitality and being used sports do i think more can be done 100 percent, there can always be more done in yeah. everything that you do in life um do i have the answer of why more hasn't been done or this or that conversations i would like yeah. to be part of those conversations Um, And I think my willingness, that's one thing I offer is willing to be involved and be active and whatever needs to be done, I'm willing to do it. Um, I I don't feel that I can have an honest opinion on something if I haven't been part of it. So I think it's difficult for me. Um, That's just a good question, though, of why haven't we done this or that? But we can. And
0: I think that opportunity is out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so we're, we're here at 90, or no, 50, not 96 minutes, 56 minutes. Okay. Um, I'd like to be on <laughs> an hour. So um, you got four minutes, too. Oh, my goodness. Um, a cu- you got a couple of minutes. And why yeah. don't you tell us some a couple of things you're excited about in Westfield and what you're looking forward to?
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, kind of what we were just talking about, I'm excited for Grand Park. I'm excited for uh-huh. the future there and just the the opportunity. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that can be done as long as we take advantage of it and not just let it sit there. Let's again build around it. I'm excited for what Grand Junction Plaza is going to be bringing Uh, old towns that I already mentioned the first step in that. So let's continuing to build around that. And I think you see kind of a pattern of where we have Grand Park, we have Grand Junction Plaza. It's these central hubs that, again, mm-hmm. we can utilize and build around. That's what I'm excited for the most is mm-hmm. the, the possible opportunities. But then cool just plan. in general, we have kind of a blank canvas where anything can be painted. And mm-hmm. that's, again, what I'm excited about is just anything is possible. If we're open to new things and, and really open to, to anything in general that's being proposed, of course, we, we don't want certain things, but you got to keep mm-hmm. your mind open. Um, that, that's what I'm excited for the most. is it, just right. the... The, the opportunity and the possible future of Westfield as long as we embrace it.
0: If you were a 22-year-old in Westfield yeah. um, and you wanted to get involved, where would be the first place you got involved? How would you get involved?
1: I think just showing up. It d- doesn't matter what it is. You just show up. If you go to uh, the uh, chamber meetings uh, for uh, uh, young professionals, that's, that's mm-hmm. a, one first step to just meeting people um showing up to city council or planning commission meetings well necessarily you don't have to do that much anymore you can just watch them online yeah um you know so just just uh really i'm kind of telling myself because this is what i did back when i was 22. i I just showed up to things um our non-for-profits around the city they are huge they are the heart of our community whether it be student impact or heart and soul clinic um uh, Westfield Youth Assistance, so on and so forth. I mean, so mm-hmm. many great organizations that you can be part of to really get you plugged in. You know, if, if you have a passion for being a mentor, again, Westfield Youth Assistance, that's a, a great place to start. Um, yeah, just, just so many opportunities that are out there. And I think the thing is, kind of bringing us full circle, is that we need to get those opportunities out, let people know mm-hmm. that, hey, you can be doing this. Of course, if you have the time for it, though, because that's something that I say all the time that, I'm kind of in a unique position we don't have kids yet so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm able to invest more of my time into to serving yeah. westfield um whereas on the opposite it's usually the older folks because they're retired have more time to do that yeah. um it, it's difficult as a young person to we'll use that twenty-two year old. You know, you're trying to start your career, start your family, so on and so forth. It's it's a hard balance. And mm-hmm. and I'll be honest, when I first came home from college, um, I burned myself out because I was on like nine different boards around the county, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is too much. Yeah. I've really learned that the, the most you should be doing is is maybe three or four things, mm-hmm. and uh, most important things to me are God, family, and Westfield. So. Mm-hmm. Um, If you can balance those three things, whatever those three things are for you, then fantastic. Let's add a fourth, you know, et cetera. But um, you just got to stay focused and and find opportunities to get plugged in.
0: I mean, you're in trouble right now, by the way, because of all those opportunities, you didn't suggest Westfield welcome and, so, oh and God, so and it's hilarious. too we need late volunteers. now it's too late
1: please please we need volunteers i I, I, it... I can't be von anymore. Come, come take my place right? <laughs> that's awesome
0: well Vic, victor the rock i appreciate you doing this um, i appreciate you I thank it, you yeah it's quick and I, I i know it's not everything but it's a good way to start um yeah thank you for working hard i know you're young and um you recognize that but i appreciate your energy and your excitement and your your uh, willingness to learn so good for you man and best of luck with your council run and
1: thank you sir yeah and if watching this that has questions always feel free to message me i'm always happy to help thank you yeah thank you have a good one